This is a HeadGum Podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm settling in. Uh, Your new home. You have a new apartment. Yeah, I'm settling in there, but I'm also settling into just um, the idea that this is it. This is it for a while. (laughs) This is my life. I'm here. I'm not leaving much. I'm not doing much. And this is this is how it's going to be. Yeah, to give like a little update about New- what New York City is like right now, because not not everybody that listens to this podcast lives in New York City. I found um, that's despicable. Hey, if you're going to listen, have the decency <laughs> to move to this city. Yeah, come on this this podcast is for New Yorkers only. I don't yeah, even understand real New Yorkers. Get uh, yourself a slice. I don't know how you can even comprehend what we're talking about if you're not a real New Yorker. How are you not, how are you listening to this if you're not walking by the Chrysler building and the Flatiron building and Famous Rays? (laughs) Um, In New York, we are in uh, phase three. We're about to start phase four. So a lot of things have reopened. You have to wear masks all the time. Much to your chagrin. No, not much uh, to my chagrin. I've always always got a mask on. You're uh, waving around a musket in the streets. (laughs) Yeah, I put on my my white powdered wig sometimes, Tim, just to prove the point. Tri-corner hat. Yeah, but I wear wear a mask everywhere I go. I'm wearing a mask right now, even though we're we're in our own apartments, Tim, just in case. Yeah, it can come. It can go through wires. Tom, did you know that it comes through yeah, wires? Well, we're going to talk about that later today. But um, uh, so a lot of businesses are open. A lot of restaurants are doing outdoor dining, uh, which is actually like really nice. They've allowed uh, restaurants like to basically take like the parking spots outside of their restaurant and build like temporary outdoor structures. Yeah, that's nice for other people. It's not. It's not nice for me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not messing with that. Yeah, I have. I mean, to me, that's still too risky, and I haven't done it. Um, but but it's available. It's an option. Uh, it's good. Like for the most. I don't want to use a fork that's not my fork for the next six months. You know what? Like food stuff is fine for the most part. Yeah, they've said. But I still don't want to. You know what? This has given me time to reflect on. Maybe <laughs> oh, I don't want to use communal silverware ever again. B-Y-O-F. Yeah. Maybe I will bring my own Fs and 
S's and K's. <laughs> Are you going to bring a bunch of different sizes just in case? Because you don't always know what you're going to order beforehand. I do, but I do order a variety of things. So I will bring a salad fork, a dessert right. spoon, as well as a soup spoon. Uh, um, uh, one of those little shrimp forks. Oh, yeah. Um, and listen, if, if, if you're not serving shrimp during the pandemic, don't expect to get my business. <laughs> um. So that's where New York is, uh, and we're doing very good as far as numbers go. Uh, I know the other day we had the first day that nobody died in New York City from COVID, which was uh, great. A great thing when people stop dying. So Yeah. I mean, look. Yeah. It's it's a great thing when people stop dying, <laughs> but, but Tom, if oh. everybody stopped dying of everything everywhere on Earth, oh, that's Tom, true. We'd have yeah. problems oh, very quickly. Let me be clear: I am not uh, trying to make a case for immortality for everyone on Earth. That would we would run into some big time problems very quickly. Do you think, by and large, people would be sad if they put it up to a world vote, mm-hmm. right? And they said. Look, we can, uh, and this is the, the angels or whatever, they come down from heaven, and they're like, <laughs> oh, all right. you can't even get God off his throne for this vote? No, because, you know, it's like an electoral college thing, you know, <laughs> the, the, the angels, angels, okay, the angels have to go to, like, each continent or whatever, you know, like, right. God doesn't have time to make the same friggin' stump, stump speech to everybody, but basically, it's like, you guys have a choice, we can make everybody right now, all of you, Immortable, mm. um, but we, but you know, things are going to get messed up if we keep letting you have kids. So no more babies. Mm. So like, everybody now, look, you're here right now. You're in. You're in. You're you're never going to die. And by the way, uh, they're like uh, heaven and hell. They're full. So there's nothing that you can do about <laughs> it. So there's a- oh, wait, is this the reason why they're offering this? Yeah, because then that gives you a little more negotiating power. If you know heaven and hell are full, then it's like, oh, well, you guys are the ones with your backs up against the wall. Let's talk about the conditions of this immortality here. Well, no. I, you think the angels have their backs against the wall? Heaven and hell are full. Where are they going to put new souls? Yeah, no, this is this is the deal. Either that or everybody keeps, to ha- keeps getting to have babies and... We can look at babies on Instagram, and you can have your own little babies and play with them in their uh, in their little uh, power wheels and Bassinets. little tykes. Yeah, um, and uh, but then when you die, it's just it's it's over. Like no uh, afterlife. Well, it but you get to have babies still. Huh? But then what if what if you're like, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah, that would suck to have like the first solid confirmation of the afterlife come in the message of, and it's all full. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I know everybody's been wondering what happens after death. Don't worry about it now. It's not important anymore. <laughs> yeah. So like we're either going to abolish death. Death, it won't be an issue. Yeah. Or death will just be it. Now, will people- But keep, you can have babies. Will people keep aging and will- you just be like the same age you are when this decision's made forever? Um, that's unclear. And the angels are very tight-lipped about that, my friend. <laughs> okay. Because it would suck. A, it would suck to be like 800 years old and be like a skeleton walking around, you know, with like a... What, what are you talking all, about? All, what? 
Like if you keep aging and eventually yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to be a skeleton walking around. <laughs> no, not after eight hundred years. I'd be like, you know what, bury me. No, um, you could go uh, dance around to dance macabre everywhere. And, uh, uh, you would get you tired play, of uh, that after a hundred years. Ribs. Uh, and also that would suck. Like if somebody had a newborn and then it's like, oh great. Now I have a newborn forever. Or maybe not. Or maybe the, the newborn ages. Right. Um, but nobody knows. Yeah. Or maybe everybody ages in reverse like Benjamin Buttons. No, that's uh, that makes no sense. That's nowhere in the Bible. Tom. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Tim, I've been um, meaning to show you this new Bible that I've been reading. That a man gave me. So part of my settling into to this life where I'm not going out to restaurants. Right. Um, and it doesn't look like, you know, things are going to be opening up very soon. You know how at the beginning of the quarantine, they were all like, hey, uh, Shakespeare wrote plays or something that were like all like when he was in quarantine, but the, all right. that was like debunked or something. But mm-hmm. then that turned into like, no, you do not have to be productive <laughs> during this. Yeah. You, we are all going through a very stressful time. Do not feel like you need to do anything, right? right I was like, right. cool. And like I watched TV <laughs> for like four months. It was great. <laughs> but now I'm getting antsy. And now I'm just like, shit, if I did something for 20 minutes a day yeah. during all this, I'd be like great at something. Um, so I ordered a bunch of stuff. I'm going to become a a really good, uh, magician, Tom. (laughs) Oh, all right. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say you were going to become a really good playwright. And I was like, well, I don't know if that's going to work, but Tim, I could see if you really, uh, if you use this time to devote yourself to Matt, because that's the hardest thing about magic is that it's all practice. Yeah. And I'm bored as hell. Right. And I can still watch TV if I'm practicing, like, different types of shuffles and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, and different sleights of hand. Yeah. Yeah, I'm focusing on card magic, but I, uh, you know what's, you know what's cool, Tom, what? about the internet? I think the internet's terrible in every way, but there are some really good resources for, for magic where, like, you can find out how magic is done on the internet. I know, and, like, when we were kids and teens, we'd have to, like you know, convince our parents to like drive us to some weird store <laughs> like an hour away where it's like, yeah, we have a video about how to do this trick. It's a hundred dollars and it's 15 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> and you, when you're done with it, if you practice for a hundred hours, you'll right. know how to do one magic trick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So the internet uh, is great for that. Yeah. I still bought a book, Tom, and I bought a few packs of, uh, two packs of some nice bicycle playing cards. Nice. Um, at the very least, my goal is I'm going to, I'm going to be really good at shuffling cards. Yeah. I mean, that's a useful skill to have. You walk I, in. I and suck crap at, uh, at shuffling cards right now, Tom. Yeah. Well, if you get good at, you know, handling cards, I don't know, maybe that's a transferable skill can become a card shark or something. I that's, might, that's, that's what I'm hoping, yeah. I should learn how to count cards during uh, during Ooh. all this. Then no. you and I could go to Vegas together Yeah, this is all done. Or we could can, go there right now. It's open, right? <laughs> yeah. You can put on a real big show, and I can rob the casinos blind. We'll own that town. Uh, I was going to say, like, uh, when I was talking about the, the, the condition New York City's in right now, 
that I'm like happy with everything right now. That I'm like, cool. If we can just keep it like this, I can deal with the way things are like this for like a year uh, before there's like a vaccine or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather not. I'd rather not too, but I'm like, this is fine. And this took a lot of work to get us to this point. I would much rather uh, stay here until like there's a, a better solution to everything than like, ah, let's risk it. <laughs> Let, let's open up Broadway and see what happens. Yeah. Let, let's I, get tourists back in. But are they going to reopen that Beetlejuice musical when they open up Broadway? I don't because know. In that case, the sooner the better. Yeah. I really wanted to see that Beetlejuice. Uh, was Michael Keaton in that Broadway production? No, Michael no. Keaton was not in the Broadway production. Hmm. He might be in the new Flash movie, though, playing Batman. Yeah, I know. Well, you brought it up, Tim. That's your fault. I brought up Beetlejuice the musical because it was my understanding that Michael Keaton, Beetlejuice from the, the film Beetlejuice, was going to be playing Beetlejuice. Much like the way, remember when... Green Day's American Idiot was on uh, Broadway, mm-hmm. and I think people stopped going to it. So they were like, "Hey, Billy Joe from Green Day is going to be the main character." In oh, this now. I didn't, I didn't know he ever even did that. Yeah, and uh, I think it's still closed. I think <laughs> it was like everyone's like, "No, I don't think he'd be good at Broadway. I'm not going to go see that." Yeah, huh? I would have been more interested to see it with him, just to see like the acting parts. <laughs> yeah. They should have had him when he sings and then switched him out with uh, Jeremy Piven uh, for the oh. acting. America's greatest actor. Well, Tim, the last time he tried to get on Broadway, he, he got very sick from uh, mercury poisoning. So I know this will be this will be his grand return to the great white way. Did you know that the album American Idiot is actually about George W. Bush? Now, who's that? Tim, let's get right into it. 5G. You're hearing a lot about it. What do you Yeah, be- allow me. <laughs> okay. Five Guys is an American fast casual restaurant chain focused on hamburgers, hot dogs, and french fries and headquartered in Lorton, Virginia, an unincorporated part of Fairfax County. That's not what 5G is. 5G is not short for Five Guys Hamburgers. I wish, though, right? Every time I've had Five Guys hamburgers, I've had to literally run home before I make a mess in my pants. Guess what? Just eat it at home. (laughs) No, by the time you get it home, like, it's not, I don't know, things start congealing. No, that's what's great about it, Tom. Uh, I don't know about Uh, that. (laughs) I love a Five Guys. You get so many toppings on it, Tom. I worked across the street from a Five Guys, and I. this is how bad the stomach issues i have with five guys are that i've never been to that five guys because it's like too far from my home (laughs) but you could just go to the office no (laughs) not it not if i want to be able to come back the next day i worked in an office that was directly above a five guys so the whole office smelled like five guys yeah i didn't hate it (laughs) because <laughs> really? it wasn't like working in the five guys kitchen like right. it wasn't it, it, it wasn't was, that concentrated it was, it was subtle a little subtle waft of five guys 
All right. Well, Tom, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm throwing it over to you because that is all that I have prepared for this episode. <laughs> Tim, you said you were going to do research into 5G and how it works. I did. And then I uh, looked up five guys on Wikipedia. So 5G, Tim, is the new. Right now, a lot of phones have 4G. And before that, they had 3G. Mm-hmm. I remember when 3G was a big deal. Exactly. What a stupid idiot I was. Right. And before that, we had 2G. And then before that, I don't think they called it 1G because it was kind of like they ain't called World War One World War One while it was happening. Yeah, they, they called didn't. it the Great War. And then they, were, they had to eat their words. <laughs> right. They felt so stupid. 20 years later, yeah. Um, Good job, idiots. The yeah, so I think that's why they didn't call 1G 1G, but anyway, like 2G, like the first iPhone was 2G only, and uh, people were mad about that because like 3G was already a thing by then. Tom, you are assuming that, I mean, of course, I know, but that the listener knows what even this is. This is a Network yeah, data, a network. Like, it's it's voice. Explain and... this on on of not for me again. Okay, I'm a very smart man. Right. Um, I'm very young, and I under I just intuitively understand this stuff. Uh, you know, th- th- my generation, we really we grew up with all this this technology, so we're all very familiar with it. So the G stands for generation. So it, so it's just first generation, second generation, and like really what the generations are, it isn't necessarily one thing. It's kind of a bunch of things tied together. Um, so things to do with like uh, mobile phone infrastructure, mobile phone towers, and then of course the mobile phones themselves. Uh, they all need to be working within the same generation. So that's why, for example, the iPhones me and you have right now, they can't use 5G because they're not, they don't have any of that stuff in them. You got the same way that like in, uh, as, as new technology came out, you couldn't put a CD ROM into a floppy disk disk drive, right? Exactly. Or, or even better. Cause that wouldn't have fit uh, a DVD into a CD drive. Right. Okay. Um, so at least have to one up me with, <laughs> with your DVD technology, Tom. <laughs> so the uh, well, to say nothing of Blu-ray and Blu-ray, and, huh? And HD DVD. All that's right. that's R. that's R. what my money's on. <laughs> Man, I can't believe the two of us. We if we had to make a bet, what year was this? Two thousand seven. The year of the Blu-ray versus HD DVD. You and I, and I don't care about this stuff, but you and I had numerous conversations (laughs) when we were just like, Blu-ray, these idiots think they're going to overtake HD DVD? No way. Yeah, of course HD DVD is the way of the future. Well, the the big... So, I don't know if it was worth what they did, but... The way Blu-ray won out was the Sony. It was Sony's technology. They put it in the PlayStation Three, uh, but that made the PlayStation Three like I don't know, like two hundred dollars more than the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. So the PlayStation Three didn't sell well at the time. But even though it didn't sell well, it was still you know selling way better than any HD DVD player. 
So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, we won the format wars. We won the Blu-ray. Yeah, our video game division lost a ton of money. <laughs> they lost the battle and won the war. Exactly. And the war determined how Nothing. people would watch movies for 18 months. <laughs> well, exactly. That by the time they had decisively won uh, and and like PS3 was over, uh, by then, yeah, the PlayStation had gotten uh, Netflix and all of that. It was like, oh, yeah. well, if I could just watch something without any disc, that would be preferable yeah. to me. S- Sony was like, yeah, but... Every blockbuster in the world will be stocking their shelves with Blu-rays. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I forget where Blockbuster fell on that. I think they were. I think they were. I mean, they were already starting to be on their way out. I think by then, uh, but I believe they were stocking both. I, I feel like at that point they were just like, we have like a lot of candy, and I think you popcorn. Could, like, uh, sign up for credit cards here, right? And, uh, uh, buy we'll copies of Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, for a long time, the number one Netflix device was the Nintendo Wii. That's what people, most people, were watching Netflix on. What a bunch of jerks! I don't know what that had to do with anything, but two G was two G was like unusable basically for data. It, it wasn't very good. 3G got a lot better, but at the time, phones sucked anyway. 3G got a lot better, and the phones got better. Now, this is primarily for data, right? Not for voice? It is for voice, too. So, like, 4G LTE, there is uh, VOLTE, which is voice over LTE, um, which does improve voice quality. Um but I, I haven't heard of anything voice related to 5G. There probably is something, but I think they might have just been like, look, we made people's voices sound as good as we possibly can, and nobody talks on these things anymore. Yeah. So let's I just mean, let's yeah, just get rid of it. I know it's cliche, but my phone doesn't work as a phone. But I, I use that to my advantage more than anything. What do you mean it doesn't work as a phone? I mean, it works as a phone, but like the calls are all crappy. They all sound like crap. Even yeah. if I have a good connection, um, it sounds bad. Yeah, that's true. I feel like a big part of that is uh, you got to get your ear right in the right place nowadays. <laughs> it's tough. Or else, is- <laughs> or else nothing. Well, the holes are so damn small. And also, like, sometimes I'll be talking to somebody on the phone and they'll like... Even with your famously big ears, you can't find that hole? I don't have big ears. And then someone... Oh, Tom. What? I have big ears? I don't want to be... friend. I don't want to be hearing this now. Has everybody known this for decades? I mean, you should be. I I hope you're hearing it. (laughs) Otherwise, uh, one of those things just for show? Um... I was going to say the the microphone holes are very small, too, and I find people cover them by accident a lot. Yeah. Anyway, but primarily for data, 3G was the first uh, G, the first generation where it was like, okay, this is usable. I can look stuff up on this. Uh, Uh, Now, is that any relation to Tracy Morgan, the last OG? No, it doesn't have any relation to that 
TV show, Tim. Uh, but then 4G was when shit started getting real, where uh, it was like, oh, this is as fast as my Wi-Fi connection now, or, or in many cases, even faster. Uh, so I feel like that was when Wi-Fi on your phone kind of became less important. Like once I started getting 4G phones, that was when it was like, oh, I don't need to connect to like this bar or restaurant's Wi-Fi. Like my phone's fine. Uh, however, all these without te- looking it up, mm-hmm. what was the first iPhone to have 4G technology? I believe it was the iPhone five. Tom, it's very impressive of you. Well, am I right? No, I don't know. I didn't look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Uh, I wouldn't know how to verify. I wouldn't know what to search for. Well, now I'm doubting myself. But uh, the the with all this technology, the first phones that come out, like the modems, are always way too big and power hungry. Uh, so you never want to get, I mean, that's why like iPhones are always like a little behind on 3G, 4G, 5G, because it's like, well, those first ones, your battery's going to last for like a half hour. And it's, you know, a chicken or egg problem where it's like, yeah, I got the first phone with 5G. It's like, cool. They didn't put up the 5G towers yet. So it's not even going to work for that. And by the time they have the 5G towers up, they're going to have 5G in like regular phones for regular prices. And you're going to be like, shit, I have this gigantic weird phone that costs me like $2,000 and uh, the battery lasts an hour and it sucks compared to the newest uh, iPhone or Samsung yeah, and we're going to have bigger problems once they start putting up those uh, 5G towers, let me tell you. Well, you just we'll, wait and we'll, see. we'll get to that, Tim. <laughs> um, so basically, like all these terms just kind of cover uh, a, a bunch of uh, uh, like a bunch of technologies within. And 5G is actually three different technologies, Tim. There's high band, mid band, low band. Um, I prefer high band. Well, that might sound good on paper, that you would want the highest band. But let me tell you this, Tim. You know, uh, oh, you mean the Grateful Dead? What? The highest band. (laughs) Oh, I see. Because they smoked doobies. Yeah, they did drugs and they were high. But they were also a band in the musical sense. Well, they didn't do anything beyond doobies, did they? The Grateful Dead? Yeah. Tom, you have a lot to learn. The the I sure the occasional toke when somebody was passing it around. But Tim, how else could they perform music if they were? Uh, That's true. Under That's the true. influence. Yeah, uh, I think they were. I think sure. They were the first the first time the joint comes around, yeah, I'll take a hit. The second time, now I'll pass, man. I gotta go perform a concert, and I wouldn't be able to on drugs. Thousands of people have paid money for this, and I'm not going to show up inebriated. Yeah, that would be uh, incredibly unprofessional. So uh, high band is the fastest, but this band doesn't go through shit. This band can be blocked by freaking windows, which even your eyes aren't blocked by windows. You're telling me my eyes are better than high band 5G? I'm that's what I'm here to tell you, Tim. This uh, is sick. I can't believe I I ever 
even implied that I was a that I was a more of a fan of uh, high band five G than the mid or low band. Yeah. So the the high band real like the place that they're looking to put this in is like uh, stadiums and stuff. Because it works great outdoors if there's like line of sight, um, but out but without that it just or like within a building I guess they can kind of do it. But you need a lot. It's almost like a uh, like a Wi-Fi router. Hmm. Like the the signal just uh, it's very fast, but it doesn't go very far and it gets blocked very easily. Now, low yeah, that's ba- why high band is my least favorite. Tom. <laughs> now, low band can can cover wide swaths of uh, land. Uh, they think it will be particularly good for rural areas. You know, sometimes when you're like uh, out in the country or whatever, this happens to me all the time. Like I all of a sudden it's like, oh, I just don't have a cell phone signal uh, right. because there's no tower for miles. This will be better at that, but it only offers about a 20% speed improvement over LTE. That's it? That's it. But Tim, is there low band LTE too? Um, like is 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 the previous technology uh stratified like this? A little bit I think, but not to this degree. Okay. Because there is Mimo technology, many in many out. That's cute. Which is like uh like your phone for example, you have like a a new iPhone. How dare you? <laughs> It has Do not tell everybody how wealthy I am. Four by four Mimo, which means uh, like four antennas coming in and four going out, I think. So it's got like multiple connections. It's like John F. Kennedy International Airport over here, Tom. Exactly. So it's it can be very fast. Um, but I'm not sure about... Uh, yeah, I mean, there are different bandwidths. I don't think it's as varied as as it is with uh, with 5G. But uh, so that's that's kind of uh, 5G in a nutshell. Not wait. All... Tell me about this medium band. Oh, the medium band is the best of both worlds. It's you know, it it can cover a pretty good range. The medium band, I think, is basically what like the LTE replacement is going to be. Uh, I believe it covers like a similar uh, grid. Maybe not as much, but it is like much faster. Uh, covers a similar area and uh, it, you know what most people are going to be connecting to. But some of these phones, they don't necessarily support all of these uh, different bands, the low, mid, and high. So you might get a phone that only supports like high and mid. So it's like this phone's fast as hell. But if you're you know far from a tower, you're just not going to get a connection at all. Or it will drop down to to LTE 4G, which makes me sick. It does. Yeah, it w- you're right to feel sick about it. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for 
my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. We're talking 5G with Tom Reynolds. That's me. Now, Tim... Wow, but you're like one of those cool experts that'll crack a beer. (laughs) Well, Tim, 5G isn't all it's cracked up to be. There is one downside. You're like that cool science teacher that got fired for cracking a beer in class. Did that happen at our school? No, they didn't fire people. Remember that one uh, science (laughs) teacher uh, had inappropriate relations with a a student? Yeah. I think they gave him a promotion. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't think they gave him a promotion tied to that. Oh, they did. They made him the head of the science department. Yeah, I don't think it was tied to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, but, but they but, looked over it. Yeah. Uh, well, we did have the one substitute teacher that was caught drinking in the parking lot, and he was fired. Yeah, that was just sad. It was very sad. It was during a class he was supposed to be teaching. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, Tim, I'm sure you're sitting there thinking, 5G sounds great. Sign me up. And I want to tell you, there is one downside, and that's that it gives you coronavirus. That seems like a pretty significant <laughs> downside, Tom. Well, but here's the thing, Tim. It doesn't. Ne- it it does. It gives it to you whether you got a five G phone or not. So you might as well get a five G phone. <laughs> all right. So where did the all right, Tom? I think yes. it's irresponsible. Yeah, I'm joking. Hey, why don't you? Take it easy. My God. Maybe, hey, maybe 5G uh, killed your sense of humor. Yeah. Why don't you lighten up? Uh, What were you going to say? Um, where did all that get started? Just because the two things happened to be in the news at the same time? Basically, that's it. It, It's just uh, and our entire world is a dystopian hellscape yeah and we got a lot of dumb people that have no media literacy um the problem is the main thing with 5g is the reason why this has become like a uh conspiracy theory is because they've done such a good job marketing 5g because here's the truth 
5G isn't that different. <laughs> They're just upgrading a few, you know, modems and and towers. It's really not that it, like I said with the low band is only 20% faster. Like a lot of 5G is hype. It's Tom, just No, don't say that. Now you're saying things you don't mean. Don't say things you can't take back. It's just, yeah, we we found, you know, we made uh, the all this new technology. Uh, shit, there's one problem. People are pretty happy with LTE. Pretty people like, you know, it's not like uh, the old days of iPhones. Uh, like especially in in the states here when it was only on AT and T, and like AT and T had to, like put out a letter saying like sorry too many people bought iPhones, <laughs> so that's why like your iPhone loses connection all the time and can't download things. Like yeah, we sold more than we can actually support. That hasn't been the case in freaking years, uh, where up until. Pretty recently, like my phone LTE connection was faster than my home connection, Uh, where unless I'm somewhere where I'm getting like uh, coverage can always be better for everything. Sure. But unless I was somewhere where I only had like one bar of signal, I've never had a problem with any LTE phone I've had where I'm like, come on, come on, download faster. Yeah. And you're always pirating Hollywood movies. But I don't do that on my phone, Tim. I do that on my home computer where I can watch it on the big screen. Well, and you know that's... what never occurred to me, Tom? What? That a, f- a phone has a modem in it? Yeah. That's yeah, this is mind-blowing. <laughs> well, Tim, you said you were young and hip and you understood how phones work. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Uh, Modems are for old people like you, your generation. Well, Tom. a modem is just a modulator demodulator, Tim. It's just a way to interpret the radio signal. Don't you think I know that, Tom? <laughs> I think you don't. So basically, the uh, you know everybody's pretty damn happy with their phones nowadays, and people are keeping their phones longer than they ever have. Because they're like, no, this phone's fine. I it, Not only is this phone fine, but a new phone is like twice as expensive as, as when I bought this phone. I'm just going to hang on to this phone. So all the, uh, the cell phone carriers are like, shit, what are we going to do? Like, we really can't compete because everybody's network's like pretty much the same. Uh, like everybody's got, you know, pretty much the same phones. Everybody's, everybody's pretty happy with our service. (laughs) What should we do? So they started all this 5g hype, like five, you need 5g, 5g is going to change the world. It's going to be revolutionary. And that's led partially to people believing like, well, this must be dangerous. If it's, if it's this good, there must be something dangerous to it. And like, the truth is it's not that good. Right. I mean, it, it seems it seems like the next logical. Right. And like, sure. And any of these things, you know, when when upgrade, L- right? when yeah. when LTE came out, it took years for it to all roll out. And again, that's why companies like Apple were like, no, we're, we don't we're not in any rush. There's like three cities that have LTE. We'll put it in next year's phone when 
everybody when all the cities have LTE or we'll put in two years phone or whatever. Right. Um, and that's kind of been the case with five. I mean, that's, I, I think the rumors are this year's iPhone is going to have 5G, but, uh, you know, a lot of cities do not have, or I guess a lot of cities do, but, but again, when I was talking about the mid, low, high, some only have one, they don't have the other. Uh, like I know for a while, I think Verizon in New York city was only putting the high bandwidth. So it's like, yeah, if you were standing on a specific corner in New York city, your download speeds were insane. But if you literally like moved a foot over, you would lose that connection. Just not very practical. So they can't advertise on TV like, hey, we got this really good thing. Here's the three corners it works on. <laughs> and you're going to have to buy a new phone to use it. Uh, right. So instead, they're like, nope, 5G is the future. And I think they did such a good job marketing it that people are like, no, it must be dangerous. There must be something to it. People think it's equivalent to like when they flipped on the Large Hadron Collider. Like, oh, this might, uh, if this goes wrong... I mean, um, this is gonna things haven't into. things haven't been good since they flipped that thing on. So I'm not completely convinced that didn't do something. I mean, Tom, uh, when did they flip that? Like 2008. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. It's they've been doing different. Exp- it's not like they just flip it on and it's running all the time. Oh yeah, no, it is. <laughs> so. Uh, the one of the big things which they haven't really, you know, the marketing doesn't get uh get doesn't focus on is that uh beyond being fast, 5G has a very low ping. Do you know what a ping is, Tim? No, but I was doing an internet speed test yesterday. Yes. Um, on speedtest.net, I believe. Well, don't give free sponsorships. Not please. a sponsor. Um, and the first thing that it tells you is your ping. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what that, there, it, uh, mine was 19 milliseconds. Ooh. Is that good? That's rough. That's not is so it? good. Yeah. You know what mine is? You want to guess? Lower than that? Yeah. It's about, it's about a, a two or a three. What? <laughs> milliseconds? <laughs> milliseconds. Thousands of a second. Oh my God. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Ah. I, I have to call my my provider here. Son of a... I'm at 14. Yeah, you're never going to be a competitive gamer with a ping like that. I was banking on being a competitive gamer, Tom. Yeah, it's not going to work out for job. you. I quit my job. So ping is literally uh, Marco Polo, but for computers. So it's... Your computer saying Marco and how quickly it can hear back Polo from the server it's trying Hello. to connect to. to the server. So how do I know that it's not the other server that's that's slow? Well, because the I'm the, pinging, I'm saying Marco and he's out back having a smoke and he's like, Oh crap, and then he like <laughs> yeah, gotta get says, quickly stomp out his cigarette, run back in and be like, uh Polo. Because, uh, like all these speed test servers, Tim, they they try and make sure that they're not the problem because then people wouldn't use them and trust them. Well, um, just so everybody knows, this wasn't an endorsement of speedtest.net because I suspect that they might uh, be sleeping on the job. (laughs) Might be outside having a smoke. So the... uh, uh, 
one of the big things is with 5G is that they want or they're trying. I don't know if they're there yet, but they're trying to get the ping under a millisecond. Jeepers, creepers. Under a it's, it's, it's 14 times faster than what I'm at. Yeah. So, huh. well, even more if it's less than a millisecond. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think they're probably buffering it a little bit. On, well, they're not. Bu- well, no, that's not how it works. But anyway, because the idea is if our I don't know if this is going to be actually feasible, but the idea is if we get the pings down where it's instantaneous, then all of a sudden that opens up a lot of venues for like um, uh, autonomous driving. Where like if your car can communicate with the cloud that quickly, then, you know, it's not going to be like, oh, we're waiting for an answer while it crashes you into a bridge. Right. But again, it's like, yeah, but you can still lose connection. Like you can always lose radio waves are not perfect. Um, Yeah, but radio stations are (laughs) 92.3 K-Rock in New York. Yeah, baby. Man. Q104.3. I can't believe how much 92.3 K-Rock in New York still plays Good Charlotte's Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I, I hear it all the time. It's on it, That station is on in my car. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've heard that song more than any other song from the early 2000s. Um, right? And it's like, yeah. these guys are rich and famous now. I want to hear uh, an update on, on their thoughts. One of them is married to uh, Cameron Diaz. Exactly. And, you know, they're famous retired movie star. And they're saying, uh, you know, uh, yeah, all these uh, rich and famous people, they're complaining about the paparazzi. They should shut up. And it's like, well, I hope Cameron Diaz doesn't hear this song. She's going to disagree with you, probably. She'll be hurt. Yeah. It might be their first fight as a married couple. <laughs> I finally listened to your big hit song from 2003. <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm, I'm personally offended by this. Tom, can I tell you something? What? Since we've started talking about 5G, I've been looking at pictures of hamburgers on the Five Guys website. I you're, miss Five Guys. Yeah, well, you're a vegetarian. You can't eat those I know. Hamburgers. It's been so long since I had a Five Guys hamburger. So they think 5G can open up uh, a, uh, autonomous driving, uh, like uh, AR, VR glasses, because it, it will be fast enough that, like, you know, if you have glasses on that are putting an overlay on the world of holograms and stuff, there can't be a delay or else it, everything's going to be wonky. You'll be walking around like a drunkard. Yeah, so they think 5G is going to enable that. They think 5G is going to make it... uh, That sucks. I hope that doesn't happen. (laughs) They think 5G is going to make it easier for uh, remote surgery. Because again, you don't want to delay while you're doing surgery, I think Mm. is is the main idea there. Yeah. but yeah, that that's one of the big. Uh, but I, but I think all that stuff's like further out. Now the, the as I alluded to earlier, the problem with five G is so it, wait, it, you can just be in your home, lying on on, on your own bed, yeah, you're on your own pillow, and someone can do surgery on you from uh, from your phone, from far away, from yeah. your phone, yeah. And here's wow. another thing, Tim. If five G, if we had five G right now, when we're recording this remote, 
we wouldn't have to do the simultaneous counting and clapping to get us in sync. We would just be in sync because it would be instantaneous. Uh, yeah, I just started recording. All right, ready? Yeah. One, one two, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Still got it, baby. Hmm. <laughs> so you're not thinking about that, about that huge advantage. I always think, though, the big problem with uh, with 5G is it's like, yeah, it's going to make everything faster. It's like, cool, so I'll use up my data even quicker. And that's how they get you. And then also it gives you coronavirus. Tom, it doesn't give you coronavirus. So it's mostly a, uh, what is it, causation is not, or correlation is not causation, or is it the other way around? What do you mean, with with coronavirus and And, 5G? And 5G, yeah. Yeah, no. Where basically people are seeing 5G commercials and then seeing something, you know, very few people in our lifetime have seen, a global pandemic. they're also seeing impossible Whopper burgers, but... Nobody's like, oh, Impossible Whopper's giving us all coronavirus. Well, because... We're going to be honest. If I had to choose which one, if if somebody told me one of these two things is causing coronavirus, I would think it would be the Impossible Whopper. Well, but the Impossible Whopper isn't putting waves out. That's what people think that the waves being put out by these cell phone towers are basically microwaving us. Uh, now, what they don't understand is that the wavelength uh, that that these uh, 5G towers operate at, those waves cannot pierce your skin. It cannot get inside of you. Uh, much like, you know, 92.3 K-Rock can't get inside of you. Right, but an impossible whopper can't. Exactly. Tim, why are you disparaging a thing you love like the Impossible Whopper? Why are you uh, bringing up questions? I'm afraid that they're going to be all sold out and there'll be none (laughs) left for me. That hasn't been the case so far. So it's only gaining in popularity, Tom. So there are um, a a bunch of ideas around this that are all false. um, That uh, people, so some people think, you know, coronavirus is fake, it doesn't exist. It is 5G. 5G is what's causing it. And they say like, oh, look at Wuhan, China. Wuhan, China was the first place with 5G. And then this happened. And now I'm seeing Verizon and T-Mobile and AT&T commercials here just as this started up. And it's just 5G launched in Wuhan like a year before. It has nothing to do with it. Again, it's just like a like, okay. That's there's no absolutely no science to to suggest this is even possible, let alone likely. So was was this seeded by trolls? Yeah. Trolls. Yeah. Um, um. Trolls, grifters. Uh, this has happened literally with every single uh, even the Spanish flu in 1917. People back then were blaming it on like the newfangled radios. Um, and 3G people said was responsible for the swine flu, uh, 4G was SARS and now LTE is coronavirus. 
And, you know, it's just stupid where it's like, yeah, they're going to be. And CO2 is <laughs> global warming. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some people think it's all 5G related. Some people think that the virus is real, but 5G makes it worse. Uh, and then some people think none of that's true, that um, that 5G doesn't make you sick, but they're using coronavirus to keep everyone inside while they install 5G all over the place. <laughs> Just so they could more efficiently like install well i think those, and stuff. i think those people think 5g is going to be used to like mind control and stuff like that and it's like oh they can put up mind control towers while people are like still going to work <laughs> yeah they put up they put up all sorts of towers all the time yeah exactly it's, it's like not like anybody's stopping construction yeah and and if you are inside all the time, then you're more likely to be like, what's going on outside? <laughs> what are all those trucks doing? Yeah. So that, again, none of these things, you know, these are the same people that think uh, the the coronavirus is fake uh, just to keep everyone inside while Trump rounds up all the Satanist pedophiles, um, which is another theory. Yeah, I mean, which... Uh, we should be clear, has not been disproven. We don't know for sure if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is a little counterintuitive that Trump's telling people to go outside <laughs> and not worry about anything. No, he has to He has to keep up the charade, you see. Oh, I forgot. There's another theory um, that this is more complicated, that 5G is going to be used to control tiny robots that will be injected into our bodies through the vac- you know, the eventual COVID-19 vaccine. Now that one seems implausible. <laughs> that seems... Im- I mean, if they were going to install... If they were going to put little nanorobots in us, I don't know, they could probably make them work on regular 4G... I mean, maybe. I mean, I think if they made the nano robots, they'd make them to whatever. Yeah, I think the, it'd be whatever the technology is. So maybe it's five G, but that's not the same way that that's not going to stop self driving cars or, or or remote surgery. Then I mean, it's gonna it, 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 they'll figure it out on whatever platforms available to them. It would be a lot easier to make the nano robots work on four G than it would be to install a whole new network. I mean, the thing with all of this is like, it's... What would the nanorobots do? Uh, then they control us, I think. To do what? I don't know. I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, all these conspiracy theories, it's always like, ah, the New World Order, they want to control us. These billionaires, they just want to... It's like, they already do. <laughs> You've already got it made in the shade. Yeah, you buy all your stuff from one place. Yeah, I don't think Jeff Bezos is sitting back like, you know, this is great. But what would be better is if I had tiny robots in everyone that I could use to control them. To ma- to what? Make them buy more Amazon stuff? Yeah, or like to do work. He, he, he Everybody does <laughs> yeah. work for... And how would that work? Would... Do the nano robots go into our brains and make us? That's what I assume. Okay with it? Yeah, just in make which us... case, so who cares? <laughs> right, if you're not gonna mind. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. The, well, and the thing that always kills me about this too is like a lot, of, you know, these things are, these uh, ideas are frequently traded on Facebook where it's like, Facebook is doing this to you now. <laughs> Facebook is rotting your brain and making you think crazy things. Like, you're addicted to Facebook. They don't have to go through this complex nano robots being injected to you and 5G. Now they just put a free app on your phone and that's enough to to keep you occupied and and glued to it 24/7. Hey man, it's uh people need to open their eyes. Uh, one of the other uh, conspiracy theories is um, that the, you know, the the normal face mask, surgical mask, N95 mask, whatever that, uh, you know, that they're manufacturing, you know how uh, most of them, any decent one has like a nose bridge so you can like pinch it to make it, you know, wrap around your nose, be a little tighter. Mm-hmm. Well, Tim, that's a 5G antenna. Oh, of course. That piece of metal. That's a 5G I, I, But antenna. to be fair, I've seen it advertised as such. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, so I was looking into, you know, how do you fight this stuff? And I was looking into some products that were advertised. And one of the recommendations is you get an EMF shield. Um, and they... Uh, Unbelievable. Th- this one person, uh, <laughs> their review, it's, you know, a stupid metal sticker you put on your phone. And the, the top review is like, this works because I put it on my phone and my phone stopped getting a signal. So I know it works. And it's like, well, then it's also useless. Like, <laughs> So don't have a phone. Then. So don't have a phone. If you're that scared about it, you just can't have a phone. You know, I don't like that my oven gets hot. So I uh, I bought a product that makes it so my oven doesn't get hot anymore. <laughs> right. Uh, that I wanna, way I can't get burned. I want to read you the uh, the description of this product because then you might be like, no, that sounds pl- that sounds like a lot of science. It's true. The Ares microprocessors are manufactured using a photomasking etching technology. The manufacturing process uses state-of-the-art microlithography equipment. The etched nano slits contain up to 118, no, I'm sorry, 1,185,921 circular resonators that are made to the exact width specifications of 0.4 microns and depth of 0.8 microns. These slits are more than 200 times smaller than the average width of a human hair, which is 100 microns. The topological circuit of the Aries patented microprocessor resonator antenna accumulates charges. A cell phone or other electronic charges electromagnetic impulse generator serves as a source of these charges. When an excess charge polarization has built up, it is automatically redistributed to the Aries microprocessor, which uses the charge to cause a coherent transformation of the field in the form of a hologram made up of regularly alternating maxima and minima. The hologram interacts with external radiation, restructuring and transforming the EMF haze, EMF haze into a more biologically compatible form, thus reducing the conflict between external radiation and the radiation from the human body cells. Makes sense. I mean, I have explanations in my sci-fi books that are not this in-depth. <laughs> well, because... That's fiction that you're writing, Tom. <laughs> That's true. 
but like, but use a lot of these same words because it's like, yeah, these are just like the cool new buzzwords. And like nano just means small, but you hear Tom, about I things being nano. I have to tell you, nano. what you just read was only 90% as compelling as one of your books. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah. And le- but then you look at it and it's literally just a hologram sticker. And, but they're saying no. How much did they sell it for? Uh, fifty dollars. But it looked like that. <laughs> but it. But that was like they were like you really like this is bare minimum. What you really want is the two hundred dollar one. Let's do this, Tom. <laughs> but the idea that like the asshole who wrote that the thing that we're mocking right now yeah he's richer than us more in the last three months than we've made over the last five years yeah probably i mean and you know it it... and he bought probably 18 dollars worth of hologram stickers yeah i remember uh in second grade a kid in our uh in my class his mom made hologram stickers and it was a big deal shit it was a big deal is pretty neat. Like personalized hologram stickers? Uh, not really. Like I think she could. I think she had like a hol- or access to like a holographic printer. That's cool. But it was still like you know there was no way to like per. It was like yeah, and then there's a bunch of holographic clip art. Like I can't. I don't have the uh, means to capture a hologram and put it in here. Right. That didn't come to malls until you know a good fifteen years later. I was I, I missed the boat on all this hologram stuff. I didn't know that you could do that at the mall. Oh, you can do pretty much anything at the mall. Not now, not anymore, but no. uh, used to be able to. Um, so yeah, that that the mall makes me uncomfortable. It's all yeah. a bunch of people uh, walking around in velour jumpsuits <laughs> with things written on the butts. I all thought ages. I thought you liked that. I thought that's why you went to the mall. No, I, I I don't. It makes me uncomfortable to be walking around there. Man, imagine walking around a place. It'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> well, Tim, it, let me tell you, if you don't believe in these 5G uh, rumors, let me tell you about some of the, the brainiacs you're going up against. All right. Woody Harrelson. What? Woody Harrelson. Oh, no. Who... who rose to fame playing a moron (laughs) yeah a lovable moron though yeah do you think woody uh what was woody's last name on cheers boyd yeah you think woody boyd would uh would believe in 5g yeah if somebody told him if somebody told him at the bar no if cliff told him would be really into it and woody there were times when when cliff was going off on something and woody would turn around and be like Okay, Mr. Clayton. (laughs) Yeah, but a lot of times it was the joke was that Cliff was telling him something real (laughs) and Woody didn't believe it because he was a country bumpkin. Yeah. Well, Tim, if Woody Harrelson's not enough for you, what about Mr. John Cusack? Oh no! Wait, what is his? He thinks there's a Corona link between five G. He, he does. Well, both of these people think it's interesting. It's very interesting. I mean, John Cusack seems like one of the dumbest men alive, right? Yeah, he, or just uh, like an asshole. 
Uh, although it was very funny when I when I was looking into all this stuff, uh, the the first line in the New York Post article about this was John Cusack looks like he no longer wants high fidelity. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the thing with all these you know, shitheads with all this stuff where it's like, I'm not saying I believe this. I'm just saying it's interesting. It's like, it's not interesting. It's dumb. <laughs> like you want interesting, read it's a boring. sci-fi novel. Yeah. There are no, much more you, interesting ideas out there. That thing that you just read earlier was not interesting. It's boring. Yeah. And it's Nobody's just, listening to us right now. Cause you read that thing. They, yeah, all turned, off they their, turned it off. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else? Uh, those were the two the two okay. big names I could find. Um, right. I'm sure there are other. No, there. Uh, MIA is another one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like the anti-capitalist who uh, married a billionaire who yeah. married an actual billionaire. Right. It's just I don't like my. Uh, I mean, I've talked about this on the show before because I love conspiracy theories. And I get so frustrated by today's conspiracy theories because they fail the first uh, like test of conspiracy theory of like, great, so who benefits from this? Right. And what, and, is, and what do they get from it? Other great conspiracy theories, there are like real where it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I could see how this person would have, you know, faked their death or whatever uh, or, or or killed this person when we think it was this person because that would have benefited them or why this technology was hidden, you know, like uh, like electric car technology was was put away for decades because uh, GE and Chrysler were like, no, that's going to hurt our bottom line. And mobile and Exxon were like, no, then people are going to buy gas. And it's like, oh, yeah, because that's not actually a huge conspiracy where it's just like, oh, we'll just like buy this company <laughs> that's on <laughs> that's to something. It will cost us peanuts. We'll buy them and then we'll just put them away. Where it's like, yeah, that's believable. But the idea that 5G is causing the coronavirus or causing us to, to, you know, uh, uh, yeah, get a mind controlling vaccine. And like, you know, uh, Bill Gates is behind it because I never heard anyone concerned about this before him. And it's like, right. And that's why he was making such a big deal about it because he was like, nobody's concerned and guys this is going to happen. I mean, the thing with my big problem with a lot of recent conspiracies is uh, people are just afraid of the randomness of the world and they mm-hmm. want to believe, no, 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 I would rather believe somebody insidious is in charge than believe nobody's in charge and that sometimes shit just happens. Sometimes a virus can start in a market, in a food market, and spread around the world and shut down the entire world's economy. It's like, yeah, that shit can happen. And that's. Yeah. And by, you know, taking down Bill Gates, it's not going to stop it. <laughs> right. Well, and also, I don't understand, not to get off on uh, talking about, you know, the conspiracy theorists. But the people that think this was a Chinese bioweapon, 
but then also refuse to wear masks where it's like, well, wait a minute. How are those things related? You think this is a literal attack on us, but it's an attack like, you know, what if Pearl Harbor could be prevented by wearing masks? Well, I'll tell you, all those sailors would have been wearing masks. <laughs> like, uh, and again, this isn't, I don't know, if you're going to make a bioweapon, this isn't the way you do it. <laughs> I don't know. There's a way to do... I mean, and again, it's scientists... now easier than ever to do evil things on yeah. a huge scale and not only not need a crazy convoluted plan, yeah, but actually just be applauded by <laughs> right. society for doing that. Yeah. For doing large-scale evil things that benefit you and right. give you more power. It's not like, oh, yeah, they, they need to go through, jump through all these hoops and, you know, bob and weave and uh, they have us looking over here and they have us distracted and they have us. It's like, no, there are people with untold wealth and power that we are, that they have people who are comparatively peasants cheering them on and defending them. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't have, need these conspiracies. You don't you don't idiots. you don't have to be that clever. Well, like I was talking about with Facebook uh earlier mm. where it's like, no, you don't have to be that clever if you want to control society. You could just yeah, they're doing start it. a website that's free to mm -hmm. sign up and get everybody to sign up for it. Uh, what do you think about these guys that used to wear uh their cell phones on a belt clip cuz they were afraid it would lower their sperm count? I think there's something to it. Yeah, I just noticed that it was always the guys who did that. It was always like, you don't need sperm anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you worried a 60 year old man? Whatever. Let your sperm go crazy. Get, get some mutant sperm. Who cares? It also made me think about this. There was this one time when I was a kid, I made a machine to control the weather. It, it worked but only wow. temporarily. But it just made me think about like all these people where it's like, yeah, these are ideas I had when I was five years old. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> Nothing. I think that's, uh, I'm, I'm happy that it worked. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. What's so funny, Tim? My weather machine? Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram where we can control your mind. Hell yeah. Put our dangerous side. Another thing, I'm, I'm just going over the rest of my notes here. Um, I'll talk about it at the end. Reddit. Reddit. Com slash r slash TCGTE. Yes. And you can Discord, it's complete guide, I think. Yes. And you can support our show by supporting our sponsors. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for our secondary podcast, Books the Podcast. This week we are kicking off a brand new book called Devil in a Blue Dress that I am reading by Walter Mosley. I'm telling Tim about it. And uh, spoiler alert, I really like this book so far. So uh and you get you get all the back catalog, all the old episodes of uh uh, books of podcasts, patreon.com slash complete guide. Check it out. Tim, 
Another thing that I don't like about 5G is whenever they uh, like talk about these, they're like, with 5G, you'll be able to download an entire movie in seconds. I've never downloaded a fucking movie on my phone. I mean, f- that's not true. No, on my phone, oh, on your phone. when I'm out. Yeah. And they keep using this as, as an example where it's like, I could download a movie now on my phone. It would take, I don't know, five minutes or so, which would still be great. <laughs> and yeah, but s- seconds. That's great. It is great, but I, who, how many people are in this? People stream things, if anything. Yeah, but what if you're getting on an airplane? What if you're going to the mountains? Then you connect to Wi-Fi. I mean, it's a silly... If they're going to try and sell 5G on, like, have you ever been, you know, on the tarmac and decided... decided? Oh, you- I have been. I have been. There have been times when I got on a plane and I'm just like... Fuck. I don't yeah. have anything. And do you watch those movies? Sometimes. Uh, uh, well, no, if I can get them. Like, you ever walk on to a domestic flight and you're yeah. just like, oh, like, no oh, they TVs? don't have it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So. All right. Point taken. Tim, are you going to get a uh, 5G phone when they come out? No, I have one of these uh, iPhone 11 Plus. Is that what this is? Pro. No, Pro. Pro, stop feigning ignorance. Um, I don't know. What's the most expensive one? And I'll tell you, I got it because it was physically smaller than all yeah. the other ones. Um, I don't think the camera's all that good. Oh, Maybe really? I need to like wash off the lenses or something. Yeah. Uh, well, you're not going to like that. Apparently the iPhone 12 is going to be the regular iPhone 12 is going to be even smaller than that phone. Oh, really? It's going to be like, uh, apparently between the size of like an iPhone five and an iPhone six or seven. Hmm. Well, you know, uh, I mean, I'll, 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 I will eventually get a 5g one, but like, especially now I don't give a shit what phone I have. Um, yeah, that's what I'm I'm running like the new iOS beta on my phone. And normally one of the big reasons why you wouldn't do that is because it makes your phone unreliable and like usually drains the battery faster. It's like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if my phone didn't work for a week, that would be okay. <laughs> makes no difference to me. Yeah. 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 I, and I in got... terms of network, I'm just always connected to my Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh, man. So I got new Wi-Fi. We talked about this off the podcast. Uh, I don't know if we should save this for our paid-only podcast, but this exciting talk. Actually, if somebody's listening to this whole episode, they probably are like, yeah, tell us more about your Wi-Fi setup. Yeah, we're Uh, five minutes after the plugs on our 5G episode. I think think you can talk about whatever you want. If anybody's listening, they're in for the long haul. They've fallen asleep 20 minutes ago. Uh, boy, I got like, I was one of these people where I I was like, "Ah, I don't need faster internet and I'm on the internet all the goddamn time. Don't get me wrong. I love the internet, but I was like, I don't need faster internet, but they raised my prices so much that I called them and they were like, all right, well for the price you're paying for 50 megabyte down, we can give you a thousand megabyte, a gigabyte down. I was like, well, no, I don't think if I've been fine with 50 for a while, I don't think I need a thousand uh but but it's like well what's gigabit they call that gigabit yeah not gigabyte gigabit sorry uh thank you for correcting me 
and embarrassing me in front of everyone. No, I thought you just said a thousand down. No. Yeah, a thousand down. Yeah. Uh, so uh, instead, I was like, no, I just want like whatever the lowest tier is. And they're like, all right, well, that's 200 megabit. Uh, so you'll go from 50 to 200 and your bill will be cut in half. And like <laughs> my bill being cut in half was the main thing I was after. Uh, but holy hell, it really has changed everything. And it, and again, it's a fifth of, you know, the top speed I could buy. Tom, can uh, I have the 200 down as yeah. well? Mm-hmm. Can we do uh, an internet speed test right now and see what the true down is? Man, you really want to keep people glued to the edge of their seat until the very end of this podcast. I mean, we should probably tease this at the beginning. (laughs) Oh, no, this is bad for me. My ping is 21. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to. Oh, I already got a ping of three. I'm going to fucking school you. And uh, Mm. and we're both FaceTiming right now. So a true stress test. Yeah. Ooh, my wife is streaming something in the next room, though. Ooh, my wife is streaming something in the next room. My wife guy, and I support her watching whatever she wants to watch. (laughs) That's always your excuse. Tim, what is your down? I think we should both say it at the same time. Okay. One, two, three, 227. fuck. You are double mine. I'm 114. Oh, really? I mean, I pay for 200, and they're giving me 220. Yeah, what's your upload? 309. (laughs) I'm at 19. Oh, really? That sucks shit. Spectrum is fucking me, yeah. Yeah. Although, I'm not near my modem. I'm not near my modem either. My modem is locked in a cabinet that is about... a, a. 150 degrees because I put that modem in there. <laughs> what did you, uh, all right, whatever. We don't need to talk about this. I'm yeah, pissed you're off. just, you're, it's just gonna be more problems for you. I'm just upset. It's more heartbreak. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.